world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Good. Uh-huh. There's something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down There's battle lines being drawn And nobody's right if everybody's wrong Young people speak in their minds so much resistance from behind time we stop hey what's that sound everybody look what's going down yeah 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 you can't stop that probably ban us everywhere for using that video without getting the approval of buffalo springfield although i wouldn't even know where to reach buffalo springfield if anybody out there know how to reach them to get permission to use the song that's all over the world since 1967 something's happening here what it is ain't exactly clear once you know that uh <clears throat> i mean really really encouraged i get hey look I, i'm encouraged every day but I'm, I'm really encouraged this morning uh you know we had the uh, had the event down in in uh, brookfield thanks to uh neil Pe- neil peterson is what a pastor is supposed to be folks he's what a pastor is supposed to be and he came as the whole time for the whole the whole weekend he ran the soundboard. He did whatever he did. They fed it. They did um, opened their church up. Um, God, if we could get more pastors like that. And then I want to tip my hat. I don't may not have time to it. Uh, Pastor Clint Harper. He's 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 storming away down there in Royston, Georgia, probably emptying his church. Speaking the truth, I'll get you in there in a second, Clint. Let you talk about that uh, a, a bit. And um, there's so much good stuff going on, friends. And and I've I've uh, it's been my um, mantra, I guess, that we're just laid into the war. We're just laid into the war. And, and I, I spoke to you the other day about the idea that we think linearly, in other words, 1966, 1967, 2000, 2018, we think that's the way the world operates. And the world doesn't operate like that. The world operates cyclical cycles. It's just one cycle after another. The Bible says there's nothing new under the seasons, seasons and changes seasons. And, and, and uh, that, that, that's where we are. And I don't know if you know this, to, uh, I've just, um, as I was crawling in bed last night, literally I had to run up sky high before I crawled in bed last night. Uh, t- tonight is what they call a supermoon. Are you guys aware of that? 
It's it only happens like once every. I, I mean, Jonathan, you can maybe check that up. What the supermoon is, but it's happening tonight, and the supermoon is basically the second full moon in the month of July. It's happening tonight. Tomorrow is August first, right? And so I was I was crawling. In, I was driving back from Sky High last night. I looked up and it's got the holy smoke. That thing was like a wow. I couldn't believe how big it was, and it's full tonight. Full tonight. So it's a super moon tonight. Say, Coach, what's go- something's happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. It's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to be. It's a man with a jab over there telling me I got to beware, right? There's an awakening going on. I saw it again this weekend. I, I was greatly encouraged when we went down to Mike Spaulding's Go Ye Therefore, Go There, Go Go Therefore conference. I've been to a lot of these things as the best one I was ever at. But by, by that, I mean, you guys know that I'm trying to calm down here a second. You guys know I'm not big on conferences. I love to go speak at them and all that, right? But I'm, otherwise, it's just people go around, same thing over and over and over. Nothing ever changes. We just, you know, where's my, where's my little guy? He's around here somewhere. My stick man head. But this one was really good. And it was really, really, uh, uh, I was encouraged. I was encouraged. And I don't know if you guys purchased the live stream. Uh, I came home and purchased the live stream because there was so much there that I that I couldn't keep up with. That I thought, man, I got to I got to go back and watch some of this stuff. So you can still do that, I think. But I, I want to make a point to you. I know this in my spirit, man. I just know this. That we are at the we are at the whether it's the end or the beginning of a cycle. That's where we are. And the Bible tells us. Somebody help me out here. It's always darkest before the dawn. It's always the darkest before the dawn. Folks, it's a new day dawning. Huh? It's dark. It looks really, really dark right now. We think, what's going on? What's going on? What's because there's, there's a shift coming. There's a shift coming. There's daylight's coming. Hope, hope cometh in spirit. Hope springs eternal cometh in the morning, right? It's coming, folks. There is a there is a a momentum shift coming. I'm telling you, it's coming, and we are moving from dark to light. Did you hear what I said? We are. I'm, I'm sorry, what your theology might tell you. We are moving from darkness into light. It's it's happening right now. My Bible tells me this: that uh, in the last days, some of you love to talk about that. What's going to happen in the last days? In the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Well, that's that's right. There is a huge revival coming. Sorry, I'm sorry, uh, rapture folks. There's a huge revival becoming before the rapture, if there is one. In the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your son, uh, your young men shall dream dreams. Your old men shall see visions. Right? We that is the dawning of this whatever whatever whatever's coming. And uh, I'm going to share some stuff with you that uh, Craig, thank God for uh, Craig Mickle. He came out here all weekend and Gary, Gary Pierce just worked his butt off at our table and all this stuff. Gary's my, is the brains behind me because I do scattered brain and Gary kept us organized, but I saw something happen and we're going to, we're going to get this launching. Um, these little foot feet. I don't know if you guys have seen these. Bob and Tammy. Uh, I've made these, the, the Evans twins, Bob and Tammy Evans. These little keychains, 
mean, they, they made up, I don't know, Craig, you'd have to tell me, maybe 150, I don't know how many we had there. There were probably, there were probably 250 people at the, at the uh, event. But uh, Craig came with these little, these little, you, I, can, I hope you can see it there. It's a little foot. And then a little foot on the inside and the cross, and it's a metal keychain. And uh, this represents every place you put your feet, God has given you an inheritance. Only be strong, very courageous, be not afraid, for the Lord that God is with you wherever you go. And the little feet have another little foot in the middle of it because what? God's kids are not for sale. And if we are going to further the gospel of the kingdom of God, this has got to become our focus. These little, these little kids, our heritage, our children, Amen. has got to become our focus, folks. I'm 70 years old. I can't, we have got to reclaim. Remember this, the devil came after our seed. Seed of the serpent, seed of the woman, right? He's after our seed even right now. And so uh, we, at, at the event, I said, there's a little hook that comes with it, Craig. I'm sorry, I don't have it down here. A little wristband hook that comes with it. It says, God's kids are not for sale. And uh, I mentioned it at the, at the uh, conference, and five bucks, it went like wildfire. Because Craig's going to take the money, and he's going to use it for billboards and other things like that. So we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not launching this today, but we're going to launch this. And I want to say this also. When we get something like this, it's uh, $5, costs about 2 bucks to ship it, believe it or not. So here's what I would encourage you, some of you do when we, when we get rolling with it, buy more than one. If you more, order more than one, the shipping stays the same. Are you with me? So we're figuring all this stuff out, and we believe that this is going to, anyway, we got we got rid of those. Bear with me, man. We need to pray for Kathy uh, Spalding, Mike Spalding's wife. She's going in for surgery tomorrow, and I know that it's a it's a great concern. Myra, would you would you pray that right now? Would you pray for Kathy Spalding? Whose report will you believe? We believe the report of the Lord regarding Kathy Spalding going in tomorrow. Mike, the two of them is one. They do ministry together. What man, God has joined together, let no man or no sickness, no no disease put asunder. Yes, Coach. Um, thank you, God, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us together. Holy Spirit, we love you. Thank you for the gathering this morning, and we pray for Kathy Spalding. We pray Hebrews 1, 9. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, have anointed thee with the oil of grandness above thy fellows. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Whose report will you believe? We believe healing is the children's bread and God's gonna, gonna heal Kathy. Just so just just pray for them. I'm not looking at some notes. Uh, I'm doing Harry Clappinger today on Bridie on who say who's Harry Clappinger? He's a guy that JR had on a couple of weeks ago, actual child rescuer. We're gonna we're gonna have him on uh, today. Uh Pastor David, Kathy, Gary, Craig, Footprints, Danica. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll talk more about that later on. Met a lot of great. I, I met a lot of great people that that I've only known from. Anyway, 
Here's where I want to go this morning. Is Craig out there? Are you out there, Craig? Yes. All right, dude, dude, because I, I, I woke up this morning with this is all over, all over me today. Friends, I want to I want to encourage you with this. Dang, we are having an unbelievable impact. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And we're having an impact in, in ways and places that we don't even see because why? We are unlocking. I don't know. I don't even know how to say it. We're, we're unlocking the prison doors. We're, we're letting people free to go do what it is that the Lord has called them to do. I got to, I got to show you something here, folks. I want to show you a couple things, actually. And I'll let Craig talk a little bit about this. Uh, Pull up storm in, storm in D.C. Did you guys see this? Here's, here's where I'm heading. If I were to stop you right now, this is what I'd like. Well, Craig, let me. Craig, just come in here for a couple minutes. Folks, this is going to encourage your heart. Stay with me, okay? Craig, come in there and give us some evidence of some things that we have done. We went to Georgia Guidestones. What happened to the Guidestones? We went to the Serpent Mound. What happened at the Serpent Mound? We went to D.C., staked D.C. We went to the uh, the cathedral. We staked the cathedral. We went on and on and on and on. Evidence of our faithfulness to simply do what the Lord has told us to do is unlocking gates all across America. I, I believe that. I believe that. Craig, just come in and give us a couple of minutes of some of the stuff that we talked about yesterday here. Well, the, the thing is, is, like you said, with those feet where you go, right, and your prayers um, to claim what the Lord has already said in his word, you know, which which Myra does a really good job because uh, the devil knows the Lord's word, <laughs> word for word. And when you proclaim it and you stand on it and you say, hey, no, Craig, salting the, I forgot that. Thank you, Roger. Salting the lake, salting the dry, the rivers, remember? That's go ahead, right. Go ahead. Yeah, no. And so, you know, when we really, you know, I really kind of came more active in 2020 and it was the equal justice tour. And we went to, you know, Bob's house and I brought Samson, the big horse there, which actually some of this damage was in D.C. And then, you know, the cornerstones of D.C. and uh, the Masonic stones and, you know, watching Steve Deck and going into the Grand Lodge of, uh, Masonic Lodge in Alexandria, I started seeing that, wow, they, these are high places, right? And what if Josea, you know, the the Lord really appreciated the kings that took down the high places. And I guess right now we don't have a bulldozer to do it, but we got a spiritual bulldozer. And if we realize that and we walk and claim and the authority that the Lord's given us, you just have to watch and give the Lord the time to affirm your actions and when, you, and when you do it's really interesting so this thing i guess i sent you i guess you're going to go with this about this storm right okay <clears throat> that conference ended right on saturday folks they had a big that, storm i'm going to show you this hang on craig i'm sorry they had, they had a huge thunderstorm it maybe tornado i don't i'm in washington dc that like never happens in washington dc right we'll get some video i'm going to show you go ahead craig well, it was it was actually a microburst. I mean, they looked at it and said, "Well, it wasn't a tornado." It's like, no, this is the winds of judgment. <laughs> okay, 
And when we got to sell 130, God bless Tammy and Bob Evans for making 130 that. of these things. 130. Right. And I saw those on February 15th. Two weeks later, we had uh, he, he produced like 300 of those. And I had these key lanyards made and people received these very well. But the thing that we were doing wasn't really, I mean, yes, money is to keep it going. <clears throat> but the thing was about the prayers. I said, please pray over these things as you leave. You're going to be, you know, we want this. Um, human He's a staking, folks. We're using these as stakes. Everywhere you go, you're anointed everywhere you go. And so you get the keychain, and every time you pick up your keys, you're reminded, oh, Lord, and you pray for it, right? Go ahead, Craig. I'm sorry. Right, and that's that's about being of one accord. I mean, that's why witches have covens. The power that they have in their covens is they all agree. Back in uh, when Trump was there, they would agree once a month to meet together to pray against Trump, right? So if we start understanding there's authority in being of one accord, in the will of God, that is unstoppable. So anyways, as this conference was leaving and those 130 keys were driving down the road, this very, un, well, uh, you know, an unusual storm. I mean, they happen all over the country, but it's, what's interesting is some of the areas that it specifically hit. And one of them is the National Cathedral. Yeah. <laughs> what, would, what did we do at the National Cathedral, Craig? Well, uh, you know, Myra and I uh, staked that, uh, and we were saying, Lord, if judgment comes with the house of the Lord and the National Cathedral represents the United States of America, because that's where a lot of the, you know, uh, presidents or whatever, if they get, you know, a funeral, that's where George Bush's funeral was. That's remember when all those letters got sent? Yes, yes. That was in that cathedral. But what's interesting is George Bush in 1990 laid the final uh, block, final stone on that national cathedral okay he was the president in charge in 1990 and in the very last block but what i have shared with you and others is in 2011 we had a, a major earthquake on the east coast on august 23rd and it's interesting uh you know the damage that was done mineral virginia is about 60 miles south of washington dc but the major damage in Washington was the Washington Monument and the National Cathedral. They're still <laughs> fixing the National Cathedral. They're still repairing it, okay? And when I started looking at what the National Cathedral represented, I was a little bit aghast because it was not necessarily what we think, right? We think it's our Christian faith and it's about America. It's like, well, let me tell you something. <clears throat> the very cornerstone that the Washington Capitol was done was with a Masonic trowel and gravel gavel and they would hit the stone three times and they have a gavel there that they would put the the uh, the slop right to, you yeah. know, to lay the stones well guess where that that trowel has been guess the cornerstones that 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 one has been it was used at the Washington Monument mm. it was used at the Thomas <laughs> Jefferson Library uh, it was used at the FBI building. Uh, what's the problem with America right now? The FBI building. And lo and behold, it was used on the National Cathedral. The Amen. Corner. And how many of these, Craig, how many of these places have we staked, right? Surreptitiously snuck in and staked some of these places and reclaimed them for the cause of Christ. One of them being the National Cathedral, right? Yes, yes. yes. So the very cornerstone of the church if you could say that represents america is laid with the masonic trowel 
I'm George Bach. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, Craig. I'm gonna look. So I'm gonna. I got a lot to lay on the table here. So this guy did. Uh, on the guy looking at your screen, staring right at me. There. How you doing, man? He did a video of what what of this unbelievable storm that happened in D.C. They don't have these kind of storms in Washington D.C. folks. And he drives up and down. He shows you all the places and the trees are down and this. Um, and then all of a sudden, you're going to see he goes to the National Cathedral. This just happened this weekend. All right. This just happened. Go ahead and play it. So, guys, I've been in Philadelphia all day, and it's now about 8 o'clock, and I'm rushing back to D.C. because D.C. has been clobbered, absolutely clobbered, by a massive storm tonight. Uh, trees down all over the place, people trapped, roofs now. John, off. I want you to go to the 8-minute eight eight mark. Pictures. Is that the 8-minute mark? Go to the 8-minute mark because he's he's going to end up at the cathedral. I, I, think, it's, I think it's the 4-minute mark, Coach. The, it's, so? only eight, it's only 8 minutes long. All right, 4 Thanks, Craig. There it is. Right, you can start right about there. That'd be good. So he drives through town. Fence alert. So gone up. The backup lights are on. They've hit all the all the security lights are on at the vice president's. Well, that's Kamala's house. They, they got nailed too. The patrolling Kamala with the got gator. nailed. Had a major tree come down over the fence line. The vice president's whole neighborhood down. Taking us to the cathedral. Stay there. What is that? Some sort of trampoline kind of thing. Go, go a blown into the road. I, I mean, you get, you you get guys, to we're now on right? the grounds of the National Cathedral. Right there. That took there. a lot of storm damage. Uh, the roads have been closed. The crane stood up. Let's uh, make our way down here, see what we can see. Apparently, there's some big trees down over here by the cathedral and the schools. Wow. So you guys know this road. I bike this road every day. You guys see me biking this road. And this is a gigantic tree. It's a house, not a tree. Damage has been done to the National Cathedral. Things huge. Things happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. So say, Coach, what, what, what's your point? My point is we are having an impact. You are having an impact with these little things that seem so insignificant. Hey, look, people can laugh all they want to. And laugh, laugh, go ahead and laugh. I don't, I don't care. I see where men and women of God have gone and have been, have been uh, uh, consistent and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? persistent and have gone and done what the Lord has asked them to do. They've been obedient. And then we step back and these things happen. They say, oh, just a coincidence. Just a coincidence, right? Huh? Just like that guy at Obama's house drowned. That's just a coincidence. Huh? That just, he, he probably didn't have any, he just wrote a book. He didn't have any inside information on the Obamas or anything, right? But he just happened to write a book on his time in the White House. And, Whoa, <laughs> he drowns. Wow, wow. And Obama wasn't there, but oh, yeah, he was there. And now we go, oh, he was there. And Obama's fingers are broken. What? Huh? So, so here's the point. We are being faithful to what it is the Lord has called us to do. I want to connect the dot for you, okay? I want to connect the dot. Hey, real quickly, while I'm connecting the dot, Jonathan, pull up the picture I sent you alone of Pastor Clint. Pastor Clint's on fire. Pastor, where are the pastors? He went to the streets with that shirt on. Where are the pastors? Calling out his, uh, whatever you would call those guys, calling them out. Uh, 
God bless you, Clint. I'll try to get you in here in a second. What are you looking for, Coach? I'm looking for uh, Gettysburg. Go to Gettysburg. Go to Gettysburg. The, the link, it says Gettysburg. Craig, explain what we did at Gettysburg. Now, I didn't even think about this. I just put this together this weekend because we went to Gettysburg. <laughs> See, some of you think I'm crazy. Sometimes the Holy Spirit touches you and you don't even know why, right? But we went, we went to Gettysburg a year ago. Was it a year ago? Yeah, on July 2nd and 3rd and 4th, because that's when the Battle of Gettysburg was fought. And so there's a lot of footage here of the, our trip to Gettysburg. And I want to show you some of it. But Craig, real quickly, talk about the significance of what we did at Gettysburg. Folks, I'm trying to encourage you. I'm not patting me on the back, okay? I'm trying to encourage you for your faithfulness. Go ahead, Craig. Well, Gettysburg, we actually went September 26th, and um, the reason that we went there is because uh, the nation was at war, and Abraham Lincoln, who was the president at the time, made a proclamation for the nation to be united, okay, a united in humiliation, prayer, and fasting. There has been no president in my life that has called us to have prayer and fasting and humiliation, and it was a season of repentance, and that's what we were trying to do. And because uh, our current presidents don't seem to want to write anything like that, uh, some of us from the queue wrote a calling to the people, okay? Because this is going to have to be a people up uh, repentance, not a government down repentance. And that's what we were there for. And we asked for this. We wanted to get united on it to come to agreement on six things. This is, this is what's being of one accord. And this is what I think is important about these key chains. If we can all agree on one thing and be in prayer and fasting and humiliation over, uh, the Lord will answer us. And that was the importance of that. <clears throat> but what <clears throat> the interesting part is the number six thing of the uh, six things was about human trafficking. I mean, obviously we had abortion, homosexuality, the um, the the coming of our youth with pornography and stuff like that, but the sixth thing was human trafficking, lack of empathy for our fellow man. The Sound of Freedom was made several years ago and was shelled by Fox Studios. Disney bought Fox Studios in 2019, and Disney streaming started to go down right around this September timeframe where they were losing money on their streaming service. So they went and started selling assets at the beginning of 2023, six months later after we had been there. One of the things that they sold was the Sound of Freedom, which was picked up by Angel Studios, which was able to get the uh, movie a release date within 90 days of buying it into the July 4th theaters. That was a miracle, and I listened to some of the people that were involved in it, and they said, I don't know how this happened. It must have been divine power. I mean, how do you buy something and get it in movie theaters in 90 days, and especially on July 4th? Okay, Craig, listen, I, I get it, man. Craig can go all day with these numbers. That's why I call him Mr. Numbers. Pull up for me a call to the people, because I want you to see what uh, specifically uh, Joe Silver read this. We, read this. we played this at the, when we were there. Jonathan, it's a picture. I think calling to the people, I think it is. Just click on that. If you can make that bigger, because I want to I want to focus just on the bottom part of it. I don't know if you guys can see it or not. This is specifically what we prayed against. Abortion, the shedding of innocent blood that it would end. We prayed against homosexual sin, which runs rampant in our country. We prayed against sexual immorality, pornography, lewdness, lascivious behavior, especially on our youth. 
We prayed against the breakup of the natural family, rampant divorce, Supreme Court redefining marriage. We prayed for the faith, number five, failure of God's church leaders and its people to defend biblical truth in the public domain. And number six, injustice, human trafficking, gluttony, lack of empathy to our fellow man and their plight. These are the things that we focused on and we read that. And when we were at Gettysburg, I'm trying to show you that something's happening here, folks. Something's happening here. And it's happening because we're doing nothing more than applying what God told us to do. Every place you set your foot, he's given them to us as an inheritance. Okay, I want to, I want to, look, I got to, I want to, I want to play something that's near and dear to my heart. If you could, Spencer or uh, Jonathan, pull up for me. Uh, let me find it there. Um, sorry, folks. Pull up uh, Gettysburg and go to the 18 minute and 40 second mark and put it at 1.5 speed. Steve Deck prayed when we were there. Others, David Heavener prayed when we were 1840, 1840. There's me blowing the shofar. This, this, I'm telling you what, prayer and repentance, right? That's what the whole thing was about at Gettysburg. Right there, I, I want you to listen to the prayer. She'll be embarrassed from my wife, from her heart. And she was there. Go ahead and, go ahead and play that. And I said, I need a mother's heart. Because I think there's a lot of moms that are crying over their kids right now. And the Lord said, Michelle Dobbenmeyer is the woman for this call. So Michelle, please come here. I want you to know, folks, she didn't write anything down. This is from her heart. I was going to say that he asked me from a mother's heart, and you know how much of a mother and grandmother that I am. And I, um, what came to me when he asked me that from a mother's heart is Matthew 18, 6. God takes what we do to our kids and what we don't do pretty seriously. Some of you already know it. Whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it would be better for them that a millstone be hung around his neck and thrown into the deepest part of the sea. Amen. Listen to that. God takes how we're deceiving our children very, very seriously. And it all starts with the moms and the dads and the grandmas and the grandpas and the aunts and the uncles and the cousins and the brothers and sisters and your neighbor. You all have neighbors that have kids. It starts with us. We have got to stop it, to stop what's going on. And I just want to repent. I wrote some things down for us to repent about from a mother's heart. And I looked up the word repent. So it, the dictionary meaning is express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoings or sins. Think about that. To repent is to express, express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoing or, or sins. And that's what we're here today to do, to repent, to express our sincere regret of remorse for what we've allowed to go on in this country. And I just wanted to, like I said, from a mother's heart, just all of us gather and repent right now. Father God, for the slaughter of our innocent little baby boys and girls. It happened on our watch, my watch, all the watch of many of us here when we made it not really legal, but it became 
and edict of our land. So, Father God, we repent. We repent from the bottom of our hearts over the slaughter of the innocent boys and little girls, Lord God. And we ask for mercy. And we ask to guide us into what we can do from this day forward to stop this slaughter. There's something each and every one of us can do, whether it be praying in your room or going down to a clinic or telling your grandchildren about the sanctity of life. We all can do something from this day forward when we repent and ask for his forgiveness. The other thing that I um, repent for is the raising of our children. So many of us have not raised them in the fear and admonition of the Lord. We have not taught his precepts and statutes and we've let them run wild and free while we're going and doing our business and doing our careers and we've neglected to raise our children. Some kids don't even know who Jesus Christ is. So Father, we repent of that. We can't go back, but we can move forward and we ask your forgiveness and give us direction and how we can help from this day forward, our neighbors, our grandchildren, whatever, that we can begin to tell them about Jesus Christ and what he's done. We have to let the world know that Jesus Christ is Savior and don't hide him under a bushel because we've hid him there for so long. And also, I want to repent of just the opposite. We've raised our kids and put them on such a pedestal. And we've let them run and become selfish, indulgent children, Lord. And let them do whatever they wanted to do and not giving them guidance of anything, Lord. So I repent that we have done that to our children and not been there and disciplined them and taught them respect. And taught them to love you, Lord. So forgive us. And from now on, from this point, touch somebody with the love of Jesus Christ. We also repent for um, the government schools, Lord God. We know that we know how awful they are, Lord Jesus. And the things that go on there, and we just ignore them. We just ignore the LGBTQ and the homosexual and just a total disrespect and lying of our history that their children are being taught. So God, we repent. We we just lay. We just give remorse and regret for that. And Lord, may we start now and go to the school boards and go to our teachers and go to the places that God calls you to tell the truth. We can't be ignorant anymore. We have to speak the truth wherever we go. And wherever we assemble, in our schools and in the churches as well, Lord Jesus. And so, I just um, want to take the last repentance that everybody just take a quick moment in their own lives and in the children they have come in contact with or they've raised or not raised. And that you would just think of something personal that you could ask the Lord to do, to forgive you to forgive you and have mercy on you. Just take one, ten seconds to say in your heart what that is that you know between you and the Lord. I know you hear the cries and the repentance of these people that are here, Lord Jesus. I know you hear it, Lord God, and have mercy on them and forgive them. And you have said, go and sin no more. So Lord, may to each and every one of us 
reach out with the mother's heart, a father's heart, a grandmother's heart to these children, these innocent little baby boys and girls and teenagers, Lord. They need us to teach the truth of Jesus Christ. We just thank you and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What kind of people <clears throat> sacrifice their own children? Amen. What, folks, what kind of people sacrifice our own children? And I, I believe, and Craig could probably attest to this, and others can attest to this, we showed up with prayer and humiliation in, uh, in duty to our nation, just as Abraham Lincoln did 200-whatever years ago. We launched something. I'd laugh if you want. We launched some, something when we were in Gettysburg. And that's why we're seeing the effectiveness of what we are doing, what you are doing, where you're going and where you're staking and where, what else would you expect? Huh? If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their own wicked ways, then they'll hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins and I'll heal their land. That's his promise. That's a promise. It's either true or it's not true. I'm going to open it up here in a second. I want to play one more thing, and then, then I'm going to open it up. Play down at the bottom there, Jonathan, where I stand. I don't know who sent me this. This is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's time to make a stand and choose you this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's a one-room church. Eight row pews, Sunday soul swinging that holy proof. Ain't afraid to die young, cause man, I know where I stand. There's hills and hollers and blood bought land. We know them all like the back of our hand. When we set our sights, no, we don't miss where I stand. It's our point now,
If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So the, the question is, when will you make a stand? When will you make a stand? Pastor Clint, what's going on down there in Royston? Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of turmoil in Royston and Franklin County. Um, you know, we're just we're just calling out the two sacred cows that uh, the the church has, and that's their pastors, and believe it or not, their public our public school systems. Mm. Uh, man, they, you know, all uh, th- this week everybody prayed for the schools, and we prayed for the children. I mean, and, and it's almost like praying for. A baby that is going into an abortion mill. I mean, it it is unbelievable what's going on. I did hear from one pastor, and he was telling me how wrong I was. <laughs> um, you know about our schools. I I said why does you know I posted why did our does our churches furnish backpacks to children to put them in our public schools? And won't won't give anything to homeschool children. I mean, and, and and I said and I said to give them to their public schools, which teach things against God. I mean, that that's literally what we're doing. We're Amen. helping our children to learn uh, things against God. And he said, "Oh, you're wrong." And I said, "Oh, they don't they don't teach evolution. They don't teach the Big Bang theory. They don't teach." That marriage is uh, is not between just a man and a woman. It can be between two men. I mean, I don't know. I, I just I'm sick of it, Coach. I am Amen. absolutely sick of it. Where I stand, that's where I stand too, Clint. That's where I stand. And so uh, <clears throat> I don't know if this seems like it or not. This is an encouragement, folks. This show is for your encouragement. We it is. Are winning now. I'm going to show you something else. I see you want to get in here. I want you to get in here. Uh, remember this: those who are not against us are for us. Okay, look what's going on here. Uh, rosary rally. So what? Oh yeah, I, I saw this. I thought, what do I do here? Huh? Calling people to a rosary rally. In Cincinnati, August sixth. I'm going. I'm gone. I'm gone. I said, Lord, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go stand and do the rosary. A bunch of Catholics. Holy Spirit says, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. These are people who are waking up and just doing what they know to do best. And they're going to be Jim Caviezel, Abby Johnson. Let's Mike Flynn, senior advisor, Catholics. Folks, look, could there be an awakening going on within the Catholic Church? Not the Pope, not the Vatican. Could there be an awakening going on within the Catholic Church? All those Catholics, I'm sorry, who voted for Democrats for how long? Could there be an awakening going on in the church? Do we understand that we now have a pope who is not pro-life? We understand that, right? 
We have a pope who doesn't believe that you have to have a personal relationship with Christ. We have a pope in the Vatican who is anathema against everything according to what the scripture says. That's what we have. But you know what? Individual individual Catholics are awakening. Now look, just like you and just like me, I didn't even know what my faith meant. And I would say many Catholics don't have any idea or understanding of what their faith is about, the spiritual war. They only know what they've been taught, but they're awakening. Amen. They're awakening. This thing, can you imagine, folks? Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. You know, 25% of Americans are Catholic. Did you know it's the largest religion, Christian religion in America? 25%. What if Almighty God awakened the Catholics? Boom. I'm gone. August 6th. Anybody want to go? Let me know. Julie, let's get rolling here. Sorry it took so long. Good morning. Oh my gosh. You went to you went to the, you went to Cash you went to the event this weekend up there where Cash Patel was, right? Yes, I was. And I tell you what, talking about God raising up a, a, a younger generation. I was so blessed. Um these guys, there were six of them. They had a six panel uh Q and A. And they ranged from seventeen years old to twenty two. And the knowledge that these kids have, I mean it can only be God. And um it, we didn't have as many people as you did, but we had like 150. But it was like getting the word out and just seeing people come together that were believers and, you know, in this fight. So I just wanted to say that, but it was a blessing. So, so Jesus Christ himself said, so some of the disciples came to Jesus and said to him, hey, Lord, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase here for you. He said, Lord, there's some of those guys over there. They're casting out demons and they they own our religion. They're not our religion. What should we do about it, Lord? Did he say, oh, stay away from them. Stay away. They got a different doctrine. Stay away from them. Anybody know what he said? Does anybody know what Jesus said? I'm asking you. Anybody know what he said? He said, leave them alone. Those are not against us or for us. So, oh, Mike Flynn, why he's an emissary of the Vatican. Is he really? Or is he just a Catholic? Jim Caviezel, he's an emissary of the of the Vatican, is he, or just a Catholic? Hmm. Something's happening here. Mary Beth. Hi. Good morning. Hey, I I watched the um, parts of that GTC, and Tom Dunn was great. He talked about the prodigals, and man, did that hit home for me, and I. After that, I sent my grandson, even though I have no way to get a hold of him. I emailed him that. <clears throat> but anyway, the um, yesterday at church, I got to tell you guys, I'm set, I'm trying to set some boundaries in my life with my kids because I've never really understood how many boundaries I don't have with my kids mm. and with churches and stuff. So I was at a new church yesterday, and somebody told me that I could not videotape in that church and I said okay you know and I walked away and I and I looked it up in Wisconsin and sure enough you can videotape it so anyway it's a one anyway you you can videotape in a public place in Wisconsin so anyway the church is live streaming so I instead of getting which I did get mad but then I went back and I I said to the woman I said I just want you to know and you know respectfully that I can videotape this. And I was just videotaping my 
son-in-law who's singing for the first time. And I got pretty mad about it, but I sent her the information from from online about it. So I just wanted to let you guys know that, you know, it's, it's hard to set boundaries and it's hard to do new things. But like you said, the Holy Spirit does show you when you're ready to hear it. So amen, coach. Yeah, obey and what you should obey and don't obey what you shouldn't obey. That's what it comes down to. Amen. Thank you, Mary Beth. Jeff Klein, come on in. I'm just sending something to you right now. Uh, Jonathan, if you can uh, get that thing up and ready for me real quick. Go ahead, Jeff. Coach, we're getting ready to kick off a, a powerful month. You talk about that song you just played, something happening here. Pastor Matt yep. preached yesterday on, I mean, he hammered it yesterday on holiness, sanctified, set apart. And he even shared, we, he has the kids sit in the church. There's no downstairs playtime for the kids. They listen to the preached word. Now, like this Saturday morning, he's doing a one-day children's vacation Bible school. He don't do it four or five nights. One day, Saturday morning, in the past, he's put a plank in the little pond and had a guy dressed up as Jesus walking on the water. Then the next one, he stuck a little boat in there, had Jesus in the boat, and guys were down in the pond rocking the boat like it was a storm and splash. And the kids get a visual. So this year, he's putting little baby Moses in that boat, and he's sharing with them. You know what I mean? It's it's going to be powerful, but he's, then we kick off Sunday night. Osama Dakdok's coming in his church. Mm. And Wednesday night we got a Tuesday night we got Osama in our garage. Wednesday night Osama's going to be in Newark at a church on Riggs Road, and then possibly Sunday morning New Beginnings. Then the ninth through the twelfth, Pastor Matt's setting up his big tent, about two seat two hundred fifty people under the tent, bringing an Alabama preacher, a old Southern boy. He just brings fire and brimstone. So we've got a lot going on in the garage and the tent and it just everything. Something's happening here. Yeah. Amen. Something's happening here. Hang on a minute, George McCloy, before I bring you in here, play that clip for me. Play that, Jonathan, if you can get that thing I just sent you. No? Go ahead, George, while he's finding it. Coach, I just wanted to say this weekend I was deeply humbled by how much the people there loved the Lord. I even thanked the gal next to me. I said, thank you for loving the Lord as much as I do. Amen. Amen. Amen, hey, George. Yeah, George. Yeah, George. I'm trying to, George, I'm trying to get you, Jonathan's trying to get you up on screen here because George showed up and he ended up on stage. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. He ended up on stage. And I didn't know it would be this hard for you to find it, Jonathan. So when you get it ready, let me know. God, thanks, George. Tim. You know, Coach, uh, I get up every morning at uh, 3.30 to turn you on. And it's amazing that every single morning that when you talk, like you said, awaken today, four times, awaken. So I find myself not only being awoke two or three times every single day when I try to shut off my alarm, but when your wife prayed that prayer. Uh-huh. The Holy Spirit said, Tim, when was the last time you prayed for your grandchildren, knowing with oil? Wow. And I never have. And after all the NPD, SRA crap I went through, and all the breeders I dealt with for all those years, I've never prayed for my grandkids. Wow, 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 wow. So I woke up this morning, and as soon as your wife got them praying. His wife get fucked by black guys. As soon as your wife got them praying, I said, first thing I'm doing is grabbing all my grandkids. I'm going to do a huddle. I'm going to anoint mm-hmm. with oil. 
And I'm hey, gonna man, me, me too, Michelle. You hear that? Me too. Me too. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, hey Tim. Tim, what are you praying over them? Something like specifically, do you know? No, I just pray. Just pray over them. It doesn't really matter what you pray. Let and, the Holy Spirit uh, move on you. Just pray over them, man. Yeah, and okay. I, I always I always pray Romans 8. It says that the Lord will quicken your mortal body by the spirit that dwells within you. That's my divine healing verse and my quickening verse. And every time I pray that for people, there's a there's a supernatural awakening because the Holy Spirit gets to awaken that person by the spirit that dwells within them, which is he, God. So it's a divine healing verse. It's a it's a get going verse. It's a verse mm -hmm. for all things, Romans chapter 8. Uh, so, yeah, man, your wife today, just like that hit me so strong that I'm going for it again. Amen. I am too, Tim. I am too. I'm going to have a family altar, and I'm going to pray over my grandchildren, which is what a grandpa is supposed to do. So here's George on stage. Go ahead. Look at old George in there. Sorry, George. Didn't mean to embarrass you, but I, I hope you're embarrassed. Go ahead and play that. This day birds say never going to clap with the spirit of the Lord down inside my heart. I will clap. This David Heavener, George! With the spirit of I got the you, Lord George. George, I'm going to blackmail you. I'm going to send that to all your family. He snuck up on the stage. Okay. Tracy, Tracy, come on in. Hey, um, Mr. Producer, um, I'd like to read Romans 12, 4 through 6. Um, but before I do, I just wanted to say that this reminded me, my studies yesterday reminded me of this ministry of our past assault. And all the gifts out there that we have been assigned, different gifts. And there's a lot of us who are silent in this queue and um, in this ministry that are out doing so many great things. And I just want you to know that God knows. Amen. God knows yes. what Amen. you're doing. He sees it. But for, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. You're all important. Each and every one of you have something different to offer yeah. this team. I, I love you all and just keep doing it and God will back you. Boom. Amen. 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 He's just looking for somebody to work through. Dale. Dale had knee surgery. He's on homebound for four to six weeks. He needs that's a rest. Just, brother, that's just the beginning of it. <laughs> that's just the beginning. I'm reading. This is not, this is not what I signed up for, but you know what? That's what many Christians stand when it comes to this. Brother, it was a great conference because I was laid up, so I got to watch the whole thing. I I'm just going to take a little bit of a Coach Thunder moment here. Now what? Now what are we going to do? We yep. got It was a great – okay, now what? So, Coach, go to Georgia, right? Come back. This surgery for me, right? My son is really having a struggle right now. He's going back to the doctor today. Mm. I, you know, we're, we're, we're aware of that. My, my sister – my sister came from California. Her daughter was down there from Georgia. Her daughter yesterday, four years old, coach, going down a water slide, ripped her entire groin wide open. Oh. Coach, when I went back and looked at my timeline, every OSA event for the past 20 years, you come back, 
house AC out, car AC out, this car breaks down, that. Brother, this is why people don't want to join, because this is a real war. It's war. This is a real war. My, my, My elder in my church, guess what? He's got to have open heart surgery now. Coach, we have been standing faithfully for little baby boys and girls. You know me. We've seen the clinic shut down. But there is ramification. What did Jesus say? You better count the cost. Amen. You better count the cost. So, Dale, I, I know you guys all saw this. Chet Gallagher, which some of you know, some of you don't know. Chet Gallagher was arrested and thrown in jail for rescuing babies. They called it block uh, federal access to clinic entrances. And uh, he was dying and literally dying in jail, folks, literally dying in jail. Yep. And they released him this weekend home because – he was dying in jail and he had to get out of there and get to some, to uh, some type of uh, decent medical care to nurse him back on his feet. Do you understand? Do you understand that the enemy is out to crush those who are actively involved in the fight? It's the point that Dale just made. You have to count the cost because the enemy fights back, fights back. Myra, go ahead. Uh, we have tours in Casting Salt Ministry. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. You have mentioned before the dawn, before the darkness. Yes, I sir. couldn't quite find the exact Bible verse. It's between Isaiah 26 and 27. But the closest I found was Proverbs 4.18. But the path of the just is the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. Amen. It's always, look, when this when this light hits, man, it's going to be so bright. We're, we're winning, man. We're winning. Mary Beth, quickly. Hey, just, did you, you guys got to watch that thing I put in the chat with Mike Adams. That's for Dale because with the ripped grind, because um, he uses all this stuff and he had cut himself bad. And it was amazing, the stuff that Mike Adams got a hold of vitamins, etc. Please watch that thing that's in the chat if the producer could actually put that in so it's on your um, website. It was unreal. It was unbelievable. Amen. Okay, stick that in there for us. So, hey, folks, I want to encourage you, man. I, I, you tune, tune in here every day and I'm telling you we're winning. We're winning. Why? Because we're in a cycle. It's The dawn is breaking. The, the dawn is breaking. I'm telling you, the dawn's breaking. And uh, we have got to continue to engage, put ourselves out there on the front line, speak truth, not be afraid of what the consequences are going to be. Stand up now, be counted for the cause of Christ, because hope cometh in the morning. We're on the verge of it, folks. Sun's coming up. It ain't going down. We'll see you tomorrow.